Welcome back to season three of the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by me, Kiara Marie. I am a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and root cause protocol consultant. I'm here to share my human experience as well as have powerful conversations with the leaders in the health and wellness space. The Human Experience Podcast began because I truly believe our souls are here to experience a wide range of emotions, make mistakes, own our past traumas that led us to make them, and face our deepest fears in order to grow. The human experience is a conversation about self-development, conscious awareness, and normal human responses, and connecting emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. The human experience promises to deliver authenticity and diversity. The human experience community is a group of humans doing the work so they can live their lives to their fullest potential and are here to break intergenerational family patterns so generations to come can too. At The Human Experience, we're diving deep. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Human Experience Podcast, guys. I want to thank you so much for joining me every Tuesday or whenever you have time to listen to me. And all of the wonderful messages that I get from you guys or emails, um, it really means so much to me. When I started this podcast over a year ago, I never thought that people would actually want to listen to my voice. I kind of just did it for me as a personal venture to kind of just do something during the pandemic, (laughs) Um, like when that started. So I just want to, again, say thank you guys. And thank you so much for everyone who's been rating the podcast. If you haven't yet, please feel free to do so if um, any episode resonates with you. But something I've been wanting to share, I have like small tidbits about my story on my Instagram account, but I haven't really dove in deep into my healing journey and what that's looked like because I I speak to so many women who are like, help, I have XYZ symptom and I don't know what to do. I've been trying this, that, and the other. And while I cannot give specific recommendations over DMs because it's a disservice to you, I don't have any medical history. And like one of the things that I like to do with my clients is paint the story with them. What have they been through? How were they born? How long were they breastfed for if they were breastfed? Um, Health of their family. What was the health of their mom and dad at the time of conception? Um, What were they exposed to as a child, as a teenager, as an early adult? Like all these things we need to take into consideration. What sort of medications, everything have you been on? Because I want it to make sense for you so that everything that I'm saying is making sense and you're more likely to follow through with things. And there's just so much that I cover with my clients. It's so hard for me to give you a one worded answer. Um, when it comes to your symptom that you're experiencing, like it's so many factors that we need to consider, but it's reminded me that I was once there. I was once that girl who had hypothyroidism, SIBO, candida, parasites, acid reflux, heartburn, um, mood disturbances. I've had really bad anxiety at one point in my life. Depression was there um, and acne and late periods. Like I've had it all. This is why I've decided to pursue a career in this path, um, in this field, because I know I can help women 
overcome the same challenges that they're facing today um, through a different approach than what even functional medicine, the, the main mainstream functional medicine is actually preaching. Um, I am, however, grateful for having gone through that space because I now have seen both sides. Um, and while there's no like one size fits all approach for anyone, I'm going to dive into how all of our cells are the same and they need certain uh, pieces of information, aka nutrients, to go through this uh, optimal metabolic processes in order to achieve homeostasis in the body. And <laughs> I think it, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, so it's, it's overwhelming. I can only imagine like what you are going through as uh, as someone who has a lot of symptoms today, being bombarded with information left and right with reels and TikTok. And like when I was sick, there was none of that. I don't even think there was story at the time on Instagram. So like um, it was, it wasn't as overwhelming. I just did a lot of research on the internet, um, which was still kind of the same thing, but social media has become this whole wealth of information and you really have to comb through the weeds and figure out what is truly right and what is just pure BS out there. Um, so I'm going to share my experience and where you potentially are today and how I got to where I am today. So like I said, I like to paint the picture for all of my clients and ask them all of those probing questions and get just a really clear, deep image of what they have been through, their bodies have been through, their minds have been through, and really connect the dots with them. Um, so as a baby, um, this is really personal and intimate, so I hope you guys can hold space for me, but uh, my mom and dad had a relationship that was rather traumatic. And I honestly did not find out about it until maybe like 2018. And it kind of makes sense with all my anxiety that I really started as a baby, um, how my digestive issues started as a young girl. And I was just, I pushed them to the side because I thought they were normal. Um, sure, I was fed a standard American diet for the most part. Sometimes my mom cooked at home, but I'm still sure that contained canola oil, things like that. Um, and and this is by no means like blaming my parents or, or to any fault of their own. They just did what they could. And um, like the formula that I was given after breastfeeding and stuff, like it was, that was something to take into consideration. I think I was only breastfed for like eight months, which is longer than some babies are breastfed for. But you know, like breast milk is liquid gold, you guys, it really sets our babies up for success. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just a little snippet into birth and childhood. I was born randomly, but um, it was kind of a traumatic birth as well. Like my mom had to have an episiotomy. So I'm assuming there was a lot of pushing, a lot of unnatural interventions being taken place. I'm pretty sure she had an epidural. Again, not that these things are bad. I just feel like they may have had an impact. I was fully vaccinated um, as a baby. That's not to say like all the vaccines I received later on in childhood or teenage, uh, my teenage years were there. Um, I have retrieved medical records since. And I asked my mom about certain vaccines and she says that I did not receive all of them. But when I was a baby, I definitely was, uh, was vaccinated. And I do feel like that has played a role into my digestive issues. Um, I know that's played a role in my brother's allergies and eczema. Um, Again, so many things to take into consideration, but it's just like, I, how many things have I listed in the past like couple minutes that I've been talking to you guys about my birth story? And that's just like all before the age of like two. 
And then, uh, then we dive deeper into the little micro traumas that the way maybe my father spoke to me, the way for some reason I didn't feel as loved growing up and kind of performing for love. And if I did this, then I would receive love kind of thing. And I feel like all of that anxiety as a little girl has definitely played out into my adulthood, adulthood and my relationships that I've held. Um, it's just kind of crazy to sit back and think about. And um, as a middle schooler, that's when things started to really like come into effect. I remember being in the sixth or seventh grade, or I think it was the seventh grade, and I was eating um, food with some friends before we went out for Halloween at my house. And I just remember like patting my heart, my heart, my heart, it hurts, it hurts, mommy, it hurts. And I just didn't know what to do about it. It was just like this insane heartburn and nothing would take it away unless it were Tums or antacids in general. So that's when that started. <laughs> and they just slowly exacerbated as I went through high school and I went through college. Digestion just like plummeted in college. That's when I developed all of these food sensitivities that I probably had before, but I really wasn't aware of them until my body like put them right in front of me and like my body was forced to stop and take a look at them. So then I didn't know any better. So I just put lactase enzymes in, right before me um, eating meals. And those lasted a few months. And then symptoms slowly started trickling back. It was like, okay, these lactase, lactase enzymes are not helping, but any bloat, discomfort, poor bowel movements, I was so constipated and backed up and it was so embarrassing gas was there. And I was just like, oh my God, is this normal? Like I remember Googling things and it was so embarrassing to be honest. Like I thought I was the only person struggling with this. I had no idea this whole space existed. That was 2000. Oh gosh. That was 2012. Those things really started to come into effect. And I had also taken hormonal birth control for like a month or two. And I did my body a huge disservice because I immediately stopped um, because I was experiencing mental depression while eating meals. I was crying. I um, had gained 10 pounds immediately. So um, it was the pill. And I immediately just thought, okay, my body just does not do well with this intuitively. I just wanted to stop. So thank goodness I did. I didn't go on any longer than just a few months. Um, but I had a lot of emotional tension within my relationships, whether it were friendships or relationships with partners. I just did not have a good headspace and I did not know how to navigate life. Um, and that's, I got cut off, but I was saying that's a, um, a whole different topic for another day and like how all of my tra traumas kind of played out into my relationships and what I thought was right and what I thought was wrong. I didn't have a close relationship to God. I just wasn't being guided. Um, I was being guided, but it was just by negative thoughts and I didn't know who else to reach out to besides maybe some Xanax and a therapist because that is what conventional medicine will tell you to do. I didn't even know about like meditation or, um, yoga or like other self-care practices that would help. Thank goodness I did have a roommate who was um, close to God and she gave me some resources there um, as far as books and so forth, but I didn't have the mental capacity to even really start diving deep into it then. So I like briefly touched on it and then things would slowly get better because of circumstantial um, reasons. Like my external environment would make me happy. It was never coming from within. Um, 
So some other things I experienced in college other than poor digestion, food intolerances, uh, brain fog, fatigue, depression, weight gain. Uh, I was also experiencing some imbalances with my period and I didn't really notice it then until like doing some reflection uh, just a couple of years ago and thinking like, wow, yeah, I remember one time thinking I was pregnant because I was uh, 16 days late for my cycle. Um, and I was at the time experiencing terrible digestion, acne. Uh, I was bloated all the time. And um, that happened quite frequently. I never really knew when to expect my period. I wasn't tracking it or anything. Um, I kind of just would think like, oh, was my period? And I would kind of just remember, I would mark it in my calendar, but I didn't know about the four phases of our cycle. I didn't know about ovulation. I didn't know about anything. Um, so I was just kind of playing this guessing game with my body and I felt so out of control. Um, and then that's when I stepped into the fitness world um, in college. That's kind of what led me to embark on this whole journey. Um, I've always been into, and I think it was for the wrong reasons. I was uh, really hyper-focused on the way my body appeared. Um, I think that has to do with diet culture and how I was raised, seeing my mom like constantly wanting, wanting to suck in her stomach, um, being put on diets, um, having an aunt tell me that I was overweight. Uh, my dad always kind of playing with my chub. And I think he would make remarks about weight in general as well. I remember him saying things about my mom's weight. And again, this is by no means to frown upon anyone, but I'm just thinking of all the things that may have had a role in that and what I saw in my external environment. Um, so I always thought I needed to eat special case cereal, fiber one bars, um, zero calorie, uh, sweeteners, uh, fat-free products, um, all of the broccoli, all the turkey, like the bro typical bro diet that goes along with the whole fitness world. Um, and I was super deep into counting macros, if it fits your macros. And of course, I had no idea what a nutrient-dense whole food was. I was like, it doesn't matter what kind of carb you eat. It was either potatoes or Skittles. Like it's all digested the same way. Who cares? So sometimes I would literally pound like a half a cup of Skittles because that equated to the same carbs I would get from a potato or something like that, or a piece of bread. Um, I was eating just poor quality foods. As you can imagine, I was saving all my macros for the end of the day. Um, and I would just binge, binge, binge. That's all that happened for like two years. And then I finally graduated college and was hit like, okay, your body cannot tolerate anything else. And so that's when I finally sought out um, conventional support. I went to my PCP. I went to GI doctors. I almost was this close. I swear something happened like the week before that stopped me from going to schedule an appointment, um, with the research hospital, Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I was like tr getting ready to fill out paperwork and stuff like that online, but I had stumbled across this whole world of like leaky gut. I'm like, you guys, this is me. And I remember going to my GI doctor and like going in with all this research and stuff. And he's like, look, I know that you're doing research and that's great, but I'm the doctor, not Google. And like to an extent, yeah, he was right. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, thanks for the encouragement. And, um, 
like ultimately knowing what was best for my body. And ultimately I was right. He was telling me to get on Nexium, which I had been on prior to like a year before it stopped working. Um, but that really like suppressed a lot of my symptoms and they just came back with this vengeance. They were completely cutting off stomach acid production. Um, and I was not digesting any food. Um, so he told me that I had a buildup of bile in my stomach and I have too much acid and I just need to get on these proton pump inhibitors and that'll fix it and um, maybe follow a low FODMAP diet because like it's idiopathic IBS and like we have no idea what else is up with you. So just try this diet and that'll work. Um, and so I left really disheartened. And I remember speaking to my mom about it and I was thinking, out loud. I was like, mom, I just don't feel right about this. Like I'll take it, but I just, I don't feel right about it. So I was on those pills for like three days and I just woke up one morning. I was like, no, this is going in the trash. This is wrong. This is wrong. So freaking thankful for my intuition. Um, and I had purchased betaine HCL because I was, I was just like this huge guinea pig on myself, um, testing so many things out on my body just to, <laughs> for some relief, right? When you're so desperate to feel good and you're like so tired of feeling sick day in and day out and no one can see that from the outside. Um, I was struggling so much and it was, it was heartbreaking because I kind of just saw myself dying, um, is what it felt like. And I think anyone who can relate to being super symptomatic and no one else understanding, I think, you know what I'm talking about. You're just slowly dwindling away. Um, so I remember getting betaine HCL and I tried that out and I was like, okay, things are feeling better. Um, the diet was helping. Things were fine. And then I just started reaching for gluten-free products. This was the problem. <laughs> this was the problem because it wasn't focusing so much on nutrient density, um, but it was a start and it was providing me with relief. And this is kind of just like my whole journey just playing out in front of me right now and not blaming myself or anything. Um, I think it just all needed to happen for me. I think that's something that we all often forget. Um, so what happened after that? Um, I think that's when I just started going down rabbit holes of information in the holistic healing space. Uh, and this was like mainstream. So my PCP told me that she doesn't have any answers for me. We ran a stool test. She gave me a probiotic and she's like, I just, I don't think this is my field of expertise. You might want to uh, check out functional medicine. I was like, functional what? Um, so she referred me over to the Institute of Functional Medicine and I was moving uh, at the time. So I found one in my area that I was moving to. And um, was really thankful for that because I finally had someone who wasn't rushing me out of their office, someone who created space for me, someone who literally listened to my symptoms and validated everything for me, someone who gave me all the lab tests that I needed and, um, and ultimately was the influence, influencing factor, one of the influencing factors as to why I chose to pursue this health field. Um, because it was just like, it was resolving so many of my issues as far as like feeling validated, validated and not being told like you're wrong or like you're healthy when you don't feel healthy. Um, and I felt like so many people could feel the same way. Um, and it was just really precious. I remember getting off of that consult with um, one of the physicians there and I just immediately bawled. I remember calling my mom and be like, mom, I was right. Like I knew it. And, um, 
oh, it's such a special moment. Um, so I definitely love one-on-one -on -one work because it, I know the sense of relief that it brings to so many women. Um, and I get, uh, I get calls with clients who are on the other side and emotional. And I'm like, I totally understand. Like there's no need to apologize because I know what that feels like. Um, so what happened after that? The, the thing I have with functional medicine, it's, it's mainstream functional medicine, main, mainstream alternative health space. And again, while I'm so grateful for it, I think it still is kind of very similar to conventional medicine. If you have low ferritin, here's an iron supplement. If you have low, quote unquote, low stored vitamin D, here is a vitamin D supplement for you to take 5,000 I use daily. Oh my gosh, for two years. Um, here is, oh my gosh, here's an anti-candida diet. Here is, I'm trying to think of everything else that I did. Oh, here is some detox support because you are having trouble detoxing. Um, it just wasn't really getting to the why. It wasn't looking so much at my body's physiology. It told me to quit sugar. It told me to it, take fish oil if, because I had a lot of inflammation going on in my body. And so fish oil will fix all my problems. And you guys, I ended up feeling worse. Um, like I said, there was a huge benefit to seeing them, finally feeling validated. But I think that just springboarded this whole journey and diving deeper into things and I'm someone who, like, I see something, I want something, I will go after it and get it. Like, I will find a way. Um, so that's exactly what I did. I, I went to the NTA uh, Association. Um, why am I can't I can't talk today? Nutritional Therapy Association, and that's when I became a an FNTP, a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. And I decided I wanted to run labs in my practice. Like that was always the plan, even prior to um, enrolling in the NTA. So I decided I wanted to go through the IFN, the Institute of Functional Nutrition, to become an FDNP. And um, that's when I received my certificate uh, certificate to be able to run labs in my practice. Um, which has been super helpful. And then uh, within the past year, I stumbled across the root cause protocol and I'm recording this on the day where I will actually be wrapping up that course. So woo, root cause protocol consultant. I am so excited. This is just all about ironology and uh, inflammation and how it just plays such a big role, if not the biggest role in all disease in the body, medical diseases. It's all really just medical, um, metabolic dysfunction. Um, and it's just so fascinating. It's allowed me to understand my symptoms better and just kind of take things a step further. Um, because I felt like I was missing something in my toolkit and I finally feel really good about where I am in my practice right now. Um, and that's just led me to really understand the body's physiology and tap into different resources along with the education that I've received through those associations and institutes. Um, so I think that functional medicine was just kind of missing 
those key components. But again, it's never just one thing. It's like, will one person or one school have all the answers that you need? No, absolutely not. Um, and everyone always asks me like, which one should, should I do? Like, which I'm so interested in what your work and blah, blah, blah. But they each serve different purposes, guys. And I guess it's just like dependent on how far you want to take it. But I'm really glad that I went the route that I did. NTA first, nutrition first, food first, always. Then integrating lab work, if that's something that you're truly fascinated by. Um, I found it to be so helpful with my clients and um, creating more in-depth protocols for them and knowing what supplements they truly need rather than playing guessing games. Um, And then the root cause protocol is just like really helpful because I feel like no one knows about this and it's what really sets you apart and really helpful in understanding the body as a whole and preventing true disease like um, Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, things like that. Um, And Morley Robbins has gained so much traction within the past few years. Um, And I think this was his largest class yet. So I I love it. It's a lot of information. Thank goodness I'll have access to the the material for the rest of my life. But darn, that's (laughs) the 16 weeks. um, These past 16 weeks have been absolutely insane. But ultimately, I'm really grateful for this journey and everything that um, has happened for me, having had a Dutch test done and being told that my body couldn't physically carry a baby at this time, even if I wanted to, knowing also that wasn't a death sentence, so I could work to bring balance back into my body, Um, knowing that I had estrogen dominance, knowing that um, I had candida, uh, a bunch of food sensitivities, low ferritin, low vitamin D, even though it wasn't technically low, um, SIBO, parasites. I've done a bunch of parasite cleanses, guys. And like I said, I was super into the uh, mainstream alternative health space where they do recommend things like that, like the full moon and cleanses. And uh, there are a lot of companies that sell kits and stuff for this type of thing. But I'm not personally a huge fan. And I find that having a conservative approach with supplements is the way to go. Uh, knowing that your body needs certain information and nutrients from food will really allow it to do what it's supposed to do given the right environment. I think one of the biggest takeaways from all of this guys is how much our emotions manifest in our body and create physical symptoms. When I was the sickest of my entire journey, it was like three years ago, three, four years ago, I was emotionally unwell. And I, you know, I attributed it to my health symptoms, but I also could attribute attribute it to my um, environment. I was unhappy. I was unsure. I didn't know. I felt unfulfilled. I was irritable and angry all of the time because of my environment and toxic friendships and toxic relationships that I just didn't know how to say no to. So something that I've grown firm in my lifestyle right now is boundary work. Boundaries are a lifesaver. And I was just thinking of this the other day, how much I've, how far I've come with boundaries and saying no to things, saying no to people who no longer serve me as much as it hurts and is painful. Um, I went through a breakup as the pandemic, well, it was like 
a couple months before the pandemic hit. And I was just super lonely and sad and I didn't know what to do with myself, which is probably part of the reason why I just dove deep into <laughs> starting a podcast. Uh, I didn't want to sit with those uncomfortable emotions. It was painful. And I honestly feel like there's a time and place to work through this, those emotions. And there's a time and place for when your body just needs to survive and it's not ready to cope with those emotions yet. But I did. I did uh, months later and it was painful and hard. And there are still moments today where I grieve. I grieve. And um, it's all a part of the process having come out of an almost 10 year relationship with the person I thought I was going to marry and have kids with. Um, Super hard. But I know I'm not the only one who goes through that. Like divorce um, is prevalent in our society today. Death. Like I think the whole premise of everything that I do is to build resiliency within our bodies and be able to cope with these stressors because otherwise, who knows what could happen to those people. Then we get into mental health and um, suicide rates and the inability to cope with those emotions that arise within them because they weren't handed the tools, they weren't, they aren't taught to balance their blood sugar, which plays a huge impact, uh, a huge role in balance, uh, balancing like your, your hormones essentially, so that mental health is solid and straight. Um, we weren't taught to incorporate these superfoods that contain all of these nutrients, so that we could. Uh, <sighs> give the body exactly what it needs to function well. Um, I feel like nutrition is very grounding. Nature is very grounding. And these are all things that helped me uh, heal my body because without them, I I don't know where I would be today, honestly. Um, I'm really grateful for this space. And I know God has a a, a greater purpose for all of us and whatever you're moving through today, whether it be physical symptoms or emotional symptoms or, or both, quite honestly, you know, since the mind and body is so connected, I know that this is all happening for you. It's unfortunate that our society has normalized a lot of these symptoms when we could be feeling so optimal. I just took an ovulation test or it's not really an ovulation test, but it's a progesterone test. And that indicated that I did ovulate last week and I could not be happier to see that having gone from someone who wasn't ovulating three years ago to someone who is happy, full of life, full of energy, full of vibrancy. Um, I guess I just wanted to record this episode to serve as a reminder that you will heal. You are in this journey for a reason. Um, if anything, God is just calling you closer to him so that you could live with him, um, alongside of him for him so that you can bring something to this world. And I think it's just a gentle wake up call to everything that goes on in this world today. Um, so that you can kind of just wake up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Wake up and just like, just a gentle nudge, like, Hey, your body needs love. We need to take care of ourselves. Like otherwise what that's when we start to just go downhill. Our physical health goes downhill. Our emotional health goes downhill. I just, I want so badly for people to see the light (laughs) 
at the tunnel and understand what goes on in our systems and society today and know that there's a way out and then there, that there's an alternative method um, as well. And it really has just prompted me to completely change my perspective and view on life forever. Um, I view medicine as this innate healing wisdom that we have within us. And I think that once we tap into it and kind of wake up and we give the body the right tools and resources and foods and nutrients and environments that it actually needs to thrive, we can thrive. Um, I feel like everything that I've learned from my health journey has just caused me to live a more fuller, vibrant, um, intentional life. And it'll just, it's just changed the way how I live my life forever. Um, how I want my kids to view life, how I want to expose them to different things that I wasn't exposed to. Like this whole space of alternative medicine has just caused me to really dive deeper into different things. That's why I'm so into motherhood and parenthood. Um, one of the first things I did actually was jump into a bunch of Facebook communities when I was super sick. And that's kind of the wake up call that I got like, oh my gosh, this all starts when we're born, before we're born. Um, how we are born, how we are conceived is going to set up our nutritional and hormone imprints for life. And I don't say that to put pressure on anyone. I don't say that to stress anyone out or freak out. Um, I just want everyone to be aware that they are so powerful and what you eat, what you consume media wise, um, who is in your external, external environment, what you're taking on a regular basis, whether it be food, media, um, uh, environmental toxins, things like that it really does impact generations to come. And I'm all about breaking generational traumas and things like that. I feel like everyone I speak to these days is so well-informed of this topic and it really, really warms my heart. Some people aren't and that's okay. Um, and I just feel like there's this movement towards better healing. Um, one of the other things that I've learned <laughs> throughout this healing journey is that I can't force anyone to be well, whether it's someone who I really care about or someone who just does not, uh, who I don't even know. I can't force anyone to think the way I think, see things the way I see things. It's not their time yet. And I can't get frustrated or upset about those things. I just have to, I've learned I've learned to not get upset about them. I just have to see them as who they are, accept them as who they are, know that they are not for me or uh, they're ready for um, all this information yet. That's okay. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge that, acknowledge them and acknowledge that that's their truth right now. And if they don't want to see what you see, then with time, you can only pray for that, right? But um I hope that my healing journey and sharing it with you has given you some inspiration and some hope as to why these things happen and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel that it's possible to heal, even though I know it feels like so far-fetched, um, it is possible. But just think of all the things that your body has been through, your mind has been through, and know that it requires time, patience, grace joy, love, and acceptance. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening to the Human Experience Podcast. 
until next time. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about the Nourish Method yet, have you been living underneath a rock? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to chat about it with you some more today though, um, because the nourish method is my baby and I want you to know about it. So the nourish method is my 12 module online passive course, which helps women terminate their digestive issues and balance their hormones all by restoring their metabolism. So inside of my online course, you will get access to the following. 12 modules teaching you on how to begin nourishing your body and the why behind everything so that you have a better understanding on how to nourish. You will also get access to an exclusive Facebook community so you can get advice and support from myself and other like-minded women. I also go live inside of that private Facebook community every other week, answering your questions so that you feel supported. You will also get access to a discounted pro-metabolic meal plan by Fallon Denae, a downloadable 10-week strength training program by Adina Rubin, an EFT tapping session with Teresa Piella, a fertility awareness lesson with Nina Boyce, a supplement guide, a metabolic checklist, a temps and pulses guide, a grocery guide, a recipe book, non-toxic brand recommendations, and so much more. You guys, I am ecstatic about this online program and you should be too. The ladies inside of the Nourish Method are already experiencing the magic of better periods, less bloat, quality sleep, and happier moods. So if you want the same thing, you can head to the link in the show notes and sign up today and I'll see you inside.